All right. Well, that's a good statement. Lord, thy will be done. The wonderful thing is, whether we know it or not, God's will is ever being done. There isn't a moment in time or space or in existence that God's will isn't being done. But the amazing part of that is that God has allowed us also a state of freedom in that place of will to create what we will. And we can either create an awareness, an alignment with the movement of God's will and live in that flow, which is God's loving, or we can live in a state of separation from God's will, doing our will, our way. And God allows us the opportunity to experience that as well. In whichever experience we choose, we are going to have a wonderful experience, a wonderful movement, a wonderful opportunity of growth and learning. It is just a matter of choice as to where it is we're holding our attention and how it is we want to live our life, walk this journey. The more that we can begin to choose into God's will, which is loving, and let go of our will, which comes out of the ego and the mind and the attachments into this world, the easier life gets, the simpler it gets, the more open it gets. But if we choose to live doing it in our will, our way, God allows us to move in that direction and to walk on that path because that's a great experience and a great learning. To live in that separation, to live in that focus of intention in the mind and ever trying to fulfill oneself through the mind is a great journey and is a great learning and is a part of what this journey in this world is all about. But there's a time on any journey where things begin to transform into a higher frequency, into a higher action, into a greater understanding, into a new direction. And whether you've been walking in this world and in spirit, more focused on God's will being done in you and through you and around you, or it's been a focus of your will being done in you and through you and around you. There's a time on that journey where the mind begins to realize it doesn't have all the answers and where we, in experiencing with the mind, begin to realize that same statement, that same truth. Maybe we have journeyed for many lifetimes looking at the mind as the ultimate answer, as a solution. And maybe in this lifetime we come to a point 
where we realize that the mind doesn't have the answers that I'm looking for, the solution, the understanding, the direction, the purpose, the meaning, the action. And even if we've been living in the will of God, thy will be done, rather than so much my will be done, we may actually awaken to a new understanding even in that. Where before we've been giving up to God and saying, no, thy will be done, not mine. All of a sudden we realize that we are God's will. We are God's purpose. We are God's loving. And it's not so much us to give up and say, do it, God, thy will be done. But rather we wake up and realize that now it's time for us to do it. To do that which is the will of God in us to be done. To be the loving. To be the manifestation of grace and compassion and caring and understanding and neutrality. To be it. And this action of being is a very powerful place to be and a very powerful statement And it's powerful whether we're living within the will of the mind and to truly be that will of the mind or to live in that same place in God's will but being God's will, not giving up to God's will. Shakespeare said, to be or not to be, that is the question. And one level of that statement is, are you truly being? Are you truly being that which you claim that you are? Are you fulfilling that which you say you are fulfilling? There are very powerful minds in the world today, very powerful souls that are focused into the mind and fulfilling the mind because they are being true to that in them and they are being it they are living it to the greatest fulfillment that they possibly can in this time and that is wonderful because they are fulfilling their goal their direction their purpose and out of that their soul is going to learn a very powerful statement of the power of creativity and the power of loving and the power of doing and the power of will. And there is all of that to be learned within the doing, the being of the will of God in this creation as well, as in soul, as in spirit. And that's the greater fulfillment. To live in the mind, to live in the world, to live in the focus of the world and look down and out into it. And to let the ego and its will fulfill itself through that action and become that statement of being 
in the will of the self to its fulfillment is a great action, but it isn't a fulfillment because it isn't a complete action. It is only a partial action. And even those that are living within that, within a time, do begin to find that it isn't as fulfilling as they had hoped, as they had thought, as they had believed. The greatest fulfillment comes when we live it fully in the spirit as well as in the world. And the only way that we can live that fulfillment is to live in God's will, not in the will of the mind, not in the will of the ego. The highest frequency of the will of the mind is at the very top of the mind realm. And that is still a part of the physical creation. But the highest frequency of God's will is in the very heart of God itself. And that goes throughout all of creation from that moment where God spoke and everything came into being through the movement of loving all the way out throughout all the physical creations, throughout all the physical universes, not just this one. To live in that movement, to live in that awareness, to live in that state of being, which is the will of God, is truly then an action of coming into the fulfillment that we are longing for. And the greatest way to do that is to go inside where that is found. Where is the will of God found? Where is the will of the mind found? They're right next to each other. That's what's so amazing. They're right next to each other within our own consciousness. The will of the mind exists within the third eye, right here at the brow center behind the eyes. In the very highest level of that state of being, The will of God exists just above that in a different frequency in the spiritual eye center up here. So they're very close together and it's very easy to confuse them and to believe one to be the other. And many people on a spiritual quest on a quest of the self, discover first that third eye center and move through that third eye center becoming self-aware, self-knowing. And they move up to the top of the frequency within the mind, within the top frequency of the third eye center. And they move into that place of the will of self. And they begin to live that willfulness. They begin to move in that willfulness. 
And if they're not careful, they're going to stay there and live their life out in this state of willfulness, thinking that they are fulfilling what they came here to do. And self-awareness is a great fulfillment. To be able to truly say, I am self-aware, is a great statement. In the East, they are called Buddhas. One who have reached that high state of self-awareness. To be self-enlightened. But just above that place is a different frequency. A frequency of soul. A frequency of loving. A frequency that is God in manifestation. The mind is not God in manifestation. The mind is the highest element of the physical creation that the soul that is of God can experience. But who we are is not the mind. Self-awareness through the mind is just self-awareness of ourselves in this creation. Bringing ourselves to the fulfillment of the self in the physical. But true awareness is to wake up beyond the mind, beyond the self of this creation, and wake up into the true self, the self that is soul, the self that is God in manifestation within us. And not just live and fulfill the willfulness of the mind and the ego and this creation, but rather to wake up and to fulfill and to live in that which is the will of the divine, the will of the divine that is us, the soul. And that is loving. That's where we begin to experience the true fulfillment So when you're walking through this world, pay attention because you're going to hear all kinds of different conversations. You're going to read all kinds of different materials about the awakening, about the awareness. And pay attention and see what it is that is being spoken about. Is it the frequency of the highest frequency of the third eye, the fulfillment of the mind, and the awakening of the self at this physical level? Or is it a talk and a sharing about the awakening into the soul, into the loving, into the truth of who we are as divine, and living into the fulfillment of living in the will of God rather than the will of the mind, which is limited, It's a wonderful place to be, but it is limited. And it doesn't fulfill the way that the soul longs to be fulfilled. So pay attention when you are walking in this world and you're saying, I'm going to be doing the will of God. What is that? 
What is it to be doing the will of God? Thy will be done, Lord, in me and through me and around me in all ways. It's easy to be said, but it's the doing that makes the difference. And it's the same for the statement about the will of the mind, the will of the self being fulfilled, being manifested. My will be done. It's easy to say, but the doing of it is a different story. Either way, to do the will of the self or the will of the soul, you have to relinquish things. You have to let go of things in order to live in that divine flow or the flow of the mind. You have to Allow yourself to be transformed, to be remolded, to be redirected, and to be able to follow a consciousness, to follow a flow of energy that is taking you somewhere. And there is a part of you that has to give up certain things in order to do that. Even if you are going to fulfill the self, awaken fully to the self, look at the things that have to be done in order to do that. Look at those people that have come to the fulfillment of that today. And there are those in the world that do live as a demonstration of awakened selves, enlightened selves, fulfilled selves in the world that demonstrate just exactly what it is that you have to do to get there. Look at the Dalai Lama. Look at the different lamas and the different monks within the Buddhist tradition and within certain Hindu traditions that talk and teach about self-enlightenment, self-awareness, fulfillment of the self. In order to get where they are, they have had to sacrifice certain things in the world to achieve that enlightenment. And what has been their main focus in order to get there? Well, you've heard it here so many times, I'll say it again. Meditation. Whether you want to wake up and truly be self-aware and live in the will of the self and fulfill that will or to fulfill the will of God which is your soul coming into the fulfillment of itself as a divine loving essence. At this physical level the key to both, the key to either one is meditation, of sitting down and going inside and waking up to those greater truths that lie within. Both of them lie within ourselves, right next to each other, right next to each other. And it's where we hold our attention as to where we wake up. 
if we hold our attention on the fact that the highest element that can be achieved is self-awareness, which is the mind and the ego, then that's where we are going to wake up to, at the highest frequency in the third eye, in the realm of the mind, and we can achieve it. And there is great peace, great peace that is, is there for us. And there is a great action of fulfillment of the willfulness of the self. And you can have control over body functions and you can have control over certain elements, even in the world. Chi masters have fulfilled much of that. Or if you hold your attention to being in the fulfillment of the will of God, thy will be done, Lord, not mine. That is just a higher frequency. Just a little bit above that mind element is where the soul resides, in the spiritual eye center, not the third eye. And there we can begin to wake up to that truth of all elements. The truth of all that is and live in that flow of God's will. But either way, it's done a lot through meditation of closing the eyes and withdrawing from this world in order to go to those places where those truths reside that we are searching for, whether it be self-fulfillment or soul-fulfillment. It's just up to us as to how we're going to live that how we are going to do that, how we are going to manifest that. In the Buddhist tradition, the highest element that one can achieve is truly here at the seat of the third eye. And they know no other existence and realm beyond it. They know the self and they know that the fulfillment of the self is the ultimate in this creation and that is their quest. And they don't quest after anything beyond that because they do not know of that. They do not practice that. They do not focus on that. They don't deny it. They just say as far as they're concerned, the fulfillment is the self-awareness. We're here focusing on something other than that. We are here focusing on God's will, on God's loving, on that which is the divine in us. And we want to wake up to the divine in us. So we hold our frequency and attention above the mind, above the third eye, to awaken to that greater truth and to truly live in that flow of thy will be done. And that is a state of being that Shakespeare was talking about. To be or not to be, that is the question. And in that action, you have to give up as well. There are certain things that you do give up. But it's a simpler action of giving up 
in awakening to the divine flow of self and God's will than it is to the will of the mind. What do you give up when you are walking upon this pathway of God's will? You're giving up your willfulness. You're saying, thy will be done, not mine. And the more you hold your attention on that, and the more you begin to relax and move into that, in that action you have given up everything you need to give up. Because you're giving up the self to wake up to the greater self. You're giving up the self of the mind, the self of the world, in order to wake up to the self of the true, the soul, the spirit, the loving. That's a greater and a simpler action of giving up than what you have to give up in this world to wake up to the self in its fullness. In that walk, oftentimes it's celibacy, it's a certain kind of a diet, it's a certain way of living in the world. You have to give up so many elements of the self in order to wake up to the true self. But all you have to do to wake up to the true self in the spirit is to love God. To hold your focus on that which is the source of the loving. And begin to live the loving. Begin to live the truth of that. And to receive the loving that God wishes to bring to you, which is the fulfillment. And that will stir you awake. You do not wake yourself up. God stirs you awake with the loving. So as you give your loving to God, God shares loving with you and you are stirred awake into the truth of who you are as soul. And you become the living fulfillment of God's will. Both are wonderful paths to walk. And they both lead to great fulfillments and great demonstrations of the power of meditation. It's just where are you going to hold your focus? That which you hold your attention to, you will become. You will move into. I say hold your focus on God and move into that and become that. And then everything else unfolds accordingly. Many of the great masters who have taught this pathway prior to this one have said, in an essence, seek first the kingdom, seek first God, and all else shall be given unto you. Well, what else is going to be given unto you? It's not things in this world so much as it is the things of the fulfillment of the Spirit. Or you can seek the self first and have all that is of the self unfold. You give everything up of the self in order to become the fulfillment of the self. 
or you give up everything to God to become the fulfillment of God. Either way, it's a wonderful path to walk. But they're very different. So pay attention to that as you walk through the day, as you look at these different pathways that are out there. And keep clear in yourself as to which frequency you're holding your attention to. Which place are you wanting to wake up to? Okay. Well, thank you. And I guess we'll see you all next Sunday. Good night.